0: Coming to you live from China, it's the Ten Point Podcast. My name is Bruce, and I have travelled 10 million miles to record this episode today. With me on my journey, he's an idiot. We have purposely trained him wrong. As a joke,
1: it's Chris. wee wee
0: wee the wrong <laughs> person. And secondly, from this day forward, we will all refer to him by the name Betty. Yes, <laughs> Betty. Andy.
2: Sorry, what are, you, what are you guys doing later huh? I was just going to hang out but maybe we could get a pizza or, you know, scam some chicks or something, right? Perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, we are the 10 Point Podcast. You can hear us wherever you get podcasts and wherever you watch your YouTube videos because we're on YouTube as well. Come watch us there. It's the same but you can see us. Uh, podcast, every single podcast app in the world has us on it, just type in 10 point podcast, uh, all the letters no numbers there and you'll find us. Please like, subscribe, rate, review, all that sort of stuff. And get in touch. Where you can get in touch with us on Facebook and on Twitter. 10 Point Podcast on both of those. All the letters no numbers. And 10pointpodcast.com where there's a bunch of articles and reviews and stuff going up there every single week uh, at ever increasing numbers and rates as the cinemas begin to open around the country, except where I am. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it. Any extra bits and pieces, Andy? Normally you give me a bit of
2: uh, Yeah, you could buy T shirts. Buy T shirts. Right. need T shirts. I have not put
0: the merch into my notes yet.
2: T shirts. Where can we get t shirts, Andy? Yeah uh, you go on our Facebook page, follow the link, buy it. There you go. Bargain <laughs> price of nine ninety nine.
0: Uh, there you go. It's cheap. That is cheap for a t shirt these days. Everything on the internet is a t shirt that's got something on it. Uh, like my Jaws inspired one here. That was a birthday present, but it's uh, there are more than a ten of these sort of things. Uh, but yes, T-shirts, uh, not mugs just of yet. Actually, I don't have my mug today, but you can get mugs at yeah, some point, mugs, maybe possible. Mugs,
2: beers, all, all of it's coming very soon on the website. Oh, that's it, the beer, yeah. I'm, I oh, to ask I need to get a beer about,
1: to try it. Yeah, I forgot
2: to ask you about that. I need to try and invest in some of those but, Absolutely. <laughs> 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 no,
0: tasty, tasty beer. Uh, <laughs> you're buying it for the can. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, 10pointpodcast.com for all your 10-point podcast goodness and uh, YouTube to watch the videos. What have we done in the last week? What have we been watching and dreaming and all those things in between? I never start with Chris. So, Chris, what have you been watching in the last week? Robert, maybe I always start with you. Anyway, what have you been doing, Chris? <laughs>
1: um, I watched Face Off the other night. It was on TV. Um, I won't go into much every detail. Everyone knows what Face Off is. Um, I also watched um, Escape from Pretoria. Uh,
2: if you don't know what that is, it's a oh, true Daniel story Radgriff. of a prison. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. I've seen it. Yeah, Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Um, I can't speak
1: it. Uh, he's basically a... Uh, Prison break from South African prison. Wasn't that uh, the, the
0: country that Peter Griffin invented in Family Guy that was just yes. So worth time or not worth time?
1: Old escape um, from Harry Potter land. Uh, it's all right. I qu- Quite enjoy it. It's quite tense at in some scenes, but yeah, because it's basically on a true story and you, if you know the, the story, you kind of know what happens. So he's a wizard, so it's expect.
2: pretty easy. And he's already a mask band.
1: <laughs> Uh, I also watched one more film, but I'm not going to say anything thing because I might be picking it soon.
0: Right. Okay.
1: The classic.
0: I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go next because I know Andy watched a film that I watched, so I'll leave that to the end. Uh, and it is the newest of all the films that are, are that are going to be mentioned here. So I'll watch one that's not quite as new because I finally got around to seeing Mortal Kombat the 2021, no. I guess, version. What the a new banger. one. Banger. Uh, we've all famously did the Mortal Kombat '95 version, uh, about six months ago now, I think. Mortal Kombat, the new one, is. I can't actually express how much better it was than I thought it was going to be. It's actually pretty good. Like,
2: I bet you you wanted another hour to an hour and a half of it. It wasn't enough. I,
0: it, it's up there with what you kind of want to watch it again as soon as it was finished. It was almost at that sort of level. But yeah, a, a bit more. Like, it, 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 it ran out too early. Yeah, um, That's my only problem of that. Knowledge is pretty much the film we watched that's my knowledge of Mortal Kombat so what I took from that transported pretty well into the new one and all that so um yeah really good like really good and I I, I do want another one of that do we know if they're making a Mortal Kombat?
2: Uh, It did get did get a couple weeks ago so yeah
0: that's that's very good but uh yeah I actually got goosebumps out of it that tells (laughs) your film's working was the very I won't give anything away because it's still quite new but the final scene between uh the 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 Baddie that they have to defeat, and our main hero, when when his uh, helper outer comes into that fight, and it becomes a two on one, and mm. the famous uh, Mortal Kombat theme song starts playing, actual goosebumps. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's emotional. It was, but yeah, v- way better than I thought it was going to be, and yeah, uh, and Kane absolutely steals the fight. show. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, he's, he he's uses uh, the word
2: favorite. cunt better than I can.
0: <laughs> Some of the bits that, like just the little bits he does, there's like about yeah. a twenty minute period in the middle of the film where just he everything he says is hilarious. Like when they're talking about uh, Sonya Blade not having, she doesn't have the mark, and you just see him in the distance going, My
1: favorite line,
2: my favorite lines when is he walks up to, him. he's brilliant in it. Yeah, when he walks up to Luke Kang and went, "I've got a laser beam, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> better than your fire shit." Well,
0: uh, but yeah. Really enjoyable, and it set me up very nicely for uh, for this week's movie. Uh, but over to Andy now, because I think I watched the same film as you, Andy. So why don't you give us uh, what you watched this week?
2: I watched loads of shit. So I watched oh. uh, the uh, Dead Pixel uh, Army of the Dead Pixel, which is, uh, if you don't know, that's the Army of the Dead film, which <laughs> absolutely got fucking ruined. It was it was a solid seven until I found two dead pixels in my TV, and it got rated down to a one because it was that bad. <laughs> It really fucking took me right out of the film, so uh, apparently this is an ongoing problem with Netflix, and a certain camera, fo- uh, Canon 4K camera, apparently. So any new I've never film...
1: noticed it in other films.
2: Yeah, apparently that's already on three of the new shows that Netflix have recorded, um, uh-huh. and it's a specific 55 grand camera that Netflix have been using for their new films and productions that have got uh, two dead pixels in it, and absolutely fucks films <laughs> up, so that was shit. Uh, so. uh, I, that's
0: that's the one I also watched this week.
2: Uh, and you warned
0: me ahead of time about this yeah. situation. Uh, and it might have been because I totally stopped paying attention about halfway through the film, but I didn't <laughs> notice it. But then I was, like, it was one of those things where, you know, you, you watch a film and your phone comes out when you start to lose interest. I think the second half of the film, I was just looking at my phone. So I can't actually fairly review it because it just bored me so much that yep. I stopped paying attention. <laughs> I was it, it is tremendously, unbelievably too long for what it is.
2: Um, two and a half hours a zombie film's
0: bad no and especially when the first half hour is the building the team getting the people together I'm like I don't care about half of them but at least okay we've built the team together and then it's like here's a couple more characters and here's this person and remember that character we introduced an hour ago they've now got a scene here do you remember what they were like and, oh, and then the whole CGI-ing in the woman on the side yeah uh, the side who I don't recognise from Mandalorian This like me telling you telling oh me no it wasn't was Mandalorian. Mandalorian
2: I meant Discovery
0: right okay Star Trek Discovery it's, so all it's all the same but she was also pretty <laughs> annoying as well, and I'm like, this film would have done better if they hadn't tried to force her into it and just had someone else fly a helicopter. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, too long and yeah, unnecessary. Avoid.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen it, and I, going by your reviews, I don't really want to see it nope. now.
2: <laughs> However, sometimes. a just film that a... I did. God, mm. a film that I did see that was uh, banging. Went to the cinema. Good old cinemas back open down here. Not for you, Bruce, Guide. Uh, <laughs> went and watched Conjuring Three. Uh, mm. Fuck me, okay. that shit me up. <laughs> so, I wasn't I'm not a big horror movie
0: guy, but I wasn't intending to see it because I liked the first conjuring and I was I was gonna catch up and yeah. the new one. Well
2: you don't have to see any of the conjurings. Like literally it is a fully standalone, so you can go watch Conjuring Three without seeing one, two, Annabelle, none, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's I was just, just gonna do one, two, three.
2: So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can literally just drop straight into three. You can miss every other one, just go watch it. It's a. it's based on a true story, as true as it can be, obviously. <laughs> uh but yeah, fucked up. America is fucked up, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then we'll be having a gonna, blah, blah, blah 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 fucking hell I'm hammered tonight anyway <laughs> the other film that I'm looking forward to I've not quite seen yet because I booked this last year I had cinema tickets for it which was The Quiet Place 2 I'm actually going to go and see that oh. tomorrow so uh, yeah review will be up shortly with that as well
0: it was uh, that when you went to see it, that was going to be my selection. The first one was going to be my selection on the podcast that week. Yeah, uh, that, that, that a little, and then it got cancelled and pushed back and all that. So I, uh, I didn't pick it. It was also going to be my pick this week, but I decided against it in the end because I didn't, I didn't really want to do it again. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, any other new ones, Andy? Is that, that the extent to what you've ah, seen this week? That's any pretty r- much it. That's it. There's a lot of cover there. Quite a few films we've all seen in various forms. In the last few while, so we better get on with the podcast this week. And point number one on this I week's 10 point podcast what's the point? Uh, the point is the 2002 or 1976, if you want to look at it that way, action martial arts comedy, Kung Pao Enter the Fist, is this week's selection brought to us by O Entertainment uh, via 20th Century Fox. But I watched it on Disney Plus, which is a bit funny that they now own this movie yep, as well. So did so, I. But uh, yeah, those are the people behind it. But I think it's funny that Disney owns... Uh, like, you see the 20th Century Fox and you're like, ah, Disney paid good money for, for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak, before we go too far, uh, Amazon are buying MGM and all the Bond movies. Andy, I... you've oh. you're outspoken about the Bond movies. Do you have any thoughts on this? Well,
2: I've already heard rumours that uh, Bond might not be coming out this year.
0: Oh, <laughs> right. Again, is
2: it? Hot off the press is because of the new Amazon deal, it means they have to do new deals with the cinemas and stuff like that. So it's, it's breaking news as it's coming in. But yeah, that's currently yes. what I've... The rumours I've seen this afternoon. It's doomed, I think. So uh, fuck on Oh,
0: God. Right,
2: anyway, <laughs> back to Kung
0: Po uh, Kung fu, written and directed and starring Steve Odekirk, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Steve Odekirk. Um, not much in the way of an actor. Uh, he's in bits and pieces he seems to do a lot of things that are like thumb based parodies. Yeah. have
2: you never watched them <laughs> like, they're fucking brilliant no oh, <laughs> brilliant
0: right, maybe a, a future review might be of thumb wars yeah. <laughs> thumb wars the, the thumb one.
2: father oh, they're all good
0: right, uh, so he's mainly in those if you want to call it thumbs being in it uh, being in it. but uh, a writer uh, story storyline, stories screenplays all that sort of stuff so things he has written or at least co-written Uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, I believe that's the sequel, isn't it? That was the second one. Um, The Nutty Professor 1 and 2, as much as uh, someone other than Eddie Murphy writes that. I guess he was one of the people credited. Patch Adams, and then Jimmy Neutron, the uh, television series and then the movie of that. He did a whole bunch of that. Then he did uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist, his his masterpiece, his own uh, thing, where he was both starring and directing and writing. Afterwards wrote both Bruce and Evan Almighty films. Something called Barnyard, which is one of his big known as, uh, known as the writer for. And then I've got an asterisk next to it because he's one of about 100 people who are credited for writing Cowboys and Aliens, which yeah. is coming up <laughs> on the podcast as well. But he was one of, uh, no exaggeration, about eight people who wrote that film would tell you how the production went on it. Um, the only other person in the credits at the beginning of the film as starring in Kung Pao was Jennifer Tung, um, who played Whoa. Uh, the, the one-breasted woman. <laughs> Everybody else is like archive footage from uh, the older film. Uh, Jennifer Tong, uh, not much of a CV, uh, but this was the biggest thing she's ever been in. And before it, she did stunts in Armageddon. She played an ensign on Star Trek Insurrection. And then she was like a little random woman number two in What Lies Beneath. And this was quite clearly her biggest role to date. And I think she's probably still excited for the sequel, which I'm assuming it never came out, uh, the second
1: Kung Pout movie. But I could be wrong. Imagine that being your biggest role as being a one-breasted woman. <laughs> it's worse <laughs> roles to have. <laughs>
0: Maybe she has a <laughs> one-breasted woman, that's why. I don't know. Was it special effects? Or maybe that's why she was cast in that role. Um,
1: maybe more. Uh, she has it and I apologize. <laughs>
0: uh, Kung Pao went to the fist. A budget of $10 million. Uh, in- intriguing. US opening weekend of $7 million. Final US gross $16 million, so it made a profit. Uh, worldwide, the number I have is $17 million, so apparently it made a million outside of US.
2: And I reckon um, it's just I from don't, me and Chris. I, I, don't <laughs> I, know.
0: I don't know if that's uh, all inclusive or not, I don't know if that's everything. Uh, but yeah, somewhere in the region of almost doubling its money, uh, I would say. Released 25th of January 2002. At right peak award season. That's exactly when your big Oscar contenders start coming out end of January and all that. So 2003 Oscars not nominated whatsoever. Uh, we've Improved. done that twice before, both this season. <laughs> one of which was like <laughs> um, a week ago. Last, last, last week. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, Best Picture, of Chicago, which was now mentioned three three weeks uh, this season. Yes. Uh, Kung Pao, not mentioned at all at the NTV Movie Awards either. Best movie was Rob. Lord of the Rings: Two Towers. Uh, and the 2003 Razzie Awards, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, not nominated either. Uh, I thought it was going to get some sort of mention there. Worst Madonna picture that show, year. Isn't it? What's that, sorry? is not some Madonna piss you put yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Swept away. That yeah. Madonna film, again, getting a mention, was worst picture. So not mentioned at the Razzie's, Kung Pao, but it did get mentioned. It's only two award nominations it ever got. We're both at the 2002 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. <laughs> it was nominated for Worst Picture at that one, and it lost and swept away, which managed to sweep the Bad Movie Awards. <laughs> uh, and it was also nominated, Kung Pao was, for Most Painfully Unfunny Comedy, oh. uh, <laughs> and it won. Uh, what? it was tied it was <laughs> joint winner with a film called The Master of Disguise which is uh, Dana Carvey who played Garth in the World movies uh, a pretty dreadful looking thing that he was in where he uh, I won't go too far into it but anyway it was so bad for the Razzies I didn't mention there either I think. but <laughs> yes this is an award winning movie hopefully really unfunny comedy uh, but we'll leave that there for now on to a brief synopsis of the film that I have got from Nick. I don't know if it's the same Nick. But Please Nick, be the same Nick. This Nick is, is giving me all these synopses. I'm going to make him the fourth member of the podcast soon, I think. Anyway, synopsis from Nick. <clears throat> Not read this before either. Orphaned when he was still an innocent infant, the Chosen One, the born martial arts expert, swears to avenge his parents' death and take his revenge from Master Payne, a.k.a. Betty, the ruthless villain who has wronged him. <laughs> Reared by gophers and trained by Master Tang himself, the Kung Fu prodigy sets off his heroic adventure along with fellow martial arts student Ling and voluptuous sage Wo, wandering the vast landscape against endless waves of lethal enemies and a devastating karate-chopping dairy cow. Inevitably, the final confrontation with the villainous Master Pain is at hand. However, has the chosen one mastered his art? Uh, Andy, you selected this movie. Despite just reading that, why don't you give us a brief reason
2: of why you picked this? Uh, if it wasn't already evident. Well, this film—I don't even know where it came from. It just—it just crossed my path. It was like—it was like finding a porno mag in a bush when you were a <laughs> kid. It just
1: <laughs> put that in the DVD box. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not even joking. It literally to was. To <laughs> school. He was. Well, I've got this film, by the way. Brings it <laughs> in his bag. Hands over. Watch out. Literally, like, <laughs> it was. Like saying, this
2: this, this passed around. watching yeah, the portal. This this <laughs> film went around the fucking school like wildfire. Just, I don't even know where it came from. I just happened to get, and I was just like, right, we're, I'm watching this. I watched this four times in less than twenty four hours <laughs> because I just needed to see people's reactions to this film. Because just, I remember watching it, and I was just like, what the fuck did I watch? This was hilarious, but not actually laughing through it. But I was just like. My mind was boggled, so I, I had to show it to everybody. But this film genuinely went around our school like wildfire, like just literally a porno <laughs> mag. It was insane. So it, you wouldn't have seen this on television. Then this is not a No, no, it was just or, a DVD. Uh, like I don't even know where it came from. Like I said, it was just like a gift from the gods, it just appeared.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm assuming, Chris, you found it in the in the the manner that was just described. That was uh, the first time you it, saw it. it was just... yeah,
1: literally in school. Chris, watch this. <laughs> that was it. <laughs>
0: Um, I never seen. It. I was aware of this. I don't know how I was aware of it. Like obviously I went to the same school, but I don't think that's, that's probably. I that's probably why.
1: This, <laughs> I told him it's porn. Me. Um, Just I... and him walking past, quoting the film. You'd be like, "What the fuck are they doing?"
0: <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, I had never seen this. this was my first viewing. Um, and as we all watched it on Disney Plus, so we definitely watched. That. I'm assuming there's no director's cut uh, of Kong: Power enters the film. So I that's the, the original version would be the. There, there
2: is cut. a well, the, on the DVD. You can actually watch it where he does uh, all the voiceovers in a Shakespearean accent instead. Because <laughs> <What? laughs> he just spent an extra <laughs> hour and a half doing it like that, did he? Oh, right. Um, anyway, we better get
0: on with it then. Point two: the high points, what we thought the best bits and best things of the film were. Uh, Andy, you picked it when you, you give us your first one or two, if you fancy.
2: Right, I remember putting this film on and not knowing what the fuck was going on. It's like, oh my God, this is like an old film. And then that baby scene at the start, it's like, I don't know what was going on. It was bad (laughs) CGI, bad dummy effects, but it all just worked together to make me laugh already. This film, like, almost exactly starts the same as the new Mortal Kombat film does. Yes. It's (laughs) like the same scene. While you brought that up, right, and anybody that's listening, Google... Mortal Kombat honest review. They actually, oh, yeah. um, they actually put this on like uh, compared to Kung Pao because it is exactly the same. Right. Yeah. Okay. They actually use the scenes, and they've got like swinging the chain, and they've got like uh, that's like scorpion. <laughs> it, it's a brilliant little thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So this film's still but, relevant. Yeah, exactly. It's still
0: having its impact on cinema yeah. to this day. But yeah, you're right. It yeah. is the
2: Mortal Kombat start.
0: It's exactly the same. The, the baby fight uh, is hilarious. Uh, so, Rob, the way this film is made is they took this old 1976 film and then he always thought, this has got so much potential for comedy that he's got to twist a little bit, kind of Mystery Science 3000 kind of style, uh, Theatre 3000. So, <laughs> how much of this was in the original film? Like, clearly the CGI baby has been
1: new. So, anytime the Betty is the different person? Is where well. it's the, the the older film.
2: Yeah, there's right. two different
1: Bettys, if you can tell.
2: Yeah, there's, yes, there's a young yes, Betty and yeah, an old Betty.
1: Just, yeah, so the young oh. Betty is obviously the, the newer stuff.
0: Right. So this whole baby scene was made for the film. Is that what we we're talking yeah. About? yeah right? Yeah, because it's like as I'm watching it, I'm just thinking because I was explained before the film starts <laughs> that it was an old film and blah blah blah. I was like. Please tell me this is what they tried to peddle out in nineteen seventy-six. It's alright, okay. So it takes it down a bit for me because I really wanted that, right. but I, I very much but enjoyed the baby. Fight. You, you
2: can tell, like when it goes grainier, like that's when it is the yeah, old yeah, film. Yeah. And like when the baby rolls down the hill and that woman goes and picks her up, picks him up. Like bit of that is real. Like yeah, that is exactly, the old film. Yeah. And then suddenly she—I don't know what she throws, but it's obviously the baby rolls down the hill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just fucking down. brilliant. Uh, I was like, that first when you watch the film, you just kind of like oh. This, like the guy stabs him, and you're like, "Oh, this is quite a violent film." And then the fight kicks off, and he just speaks, "Oh, pandama and a really <laughs> squeaky voice. And you're like, "Okay, that's a thing right? Yeah. Um... And then, like you said, you pick picks up the baby, and you're just like, "Oh, that's that's not gonna happen." And then it's woof do so the hell, and you're fucking pissing yourself laughing.
0: It's the right amount of rolling as well. Like it, yeah. it's one of the like the longer it goes, the funnier it gets until it stops getting funny, but then it gets funny again and that's that's when they cut it, is, is just when it gets funny again. Uh, I I don't know if it's maybe interrupting Andy's theme here, but someone gets peed on or are pissing in like the first scene again. Is this one of your themes <laughs> between your pictures? <laughs> no. It's at least the third film that someone's peed very early in one of your selections. So, uh, uh. Dope. <laughs> I had to mention that.
2: But, my, yeah, my, but yeah, my other my other big yeah money. my other big high point, it's kinda like a broadly across, and I'm sure Chris will bring up more as we go on. It's a very quotable film after you've watched it. Yes. Like <laughs> there's not much said, but what is said is hilarious, even out of content. Yeah, like, yeah the um, that's
1: literally my first high point is a time master payer Betty speaks.
2: Like <laughs> you yeah. like said from his very first Murm. words, like okay. open the mouth. But, uh, you can literally yeah. just say anything like this mm-hmm. birdie <laughs> it's not the like content but it just makes people laugh for no far reason uh, I went the to look tiger for one.
0: a song there was a bit of music in it I was trying to find what it was it ended up on YouTube and I was like oh and then Here's the song, and that's it. The, and then someone put together a playlist, the Kung Pao soundtrack. So I just clicked it on in order to try and find the right song. And every video that anyway, I was clicking through them, the first comment was a quote from the film. <laughs> that you go down, and someone <laughs> I just put, this is, like, this is their favorite line that, that ties into the song. And every single one, there's like 20 videos in this playlist. Uh, again, showing the fact that like, it's highly quotable for those who love it.
2: And my ultimate highlight of quotes and just like, it's not really quotable, but as soon as he says it, it just makes me laugh.
1: Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, I wonder where my glove will go. It's a classic. Uh, also, it's the way the guys do like, it, because they're looking like quite, I don't know, like scared.
0: Yeah.
1: When you just look at them, it's so funny just how they've managed to get the perfect words. Obviously, you've seen that and stuff.
0: One of my high points, which it's not really a high point, but it's the general idea of how the film went. Ties mm-hmm. to that scene, you can tell that he's watched the film, and these guys look really worried or scared whatever it was about something. So he's then made a a gag, like a setup for that, and the way he does, there's like, I don't know, the film's an hour and a half long probably half an hour of the film, it's just little scenes that don't really pay into the storyline that he's thought like, that's a hilarious <laughs> bit of that I'm going to make a joke out of it, like the the tiger and the birdies, it's just, <laughs> just <laughs> the guy sitting looking at pictures of tigers and birds it's like, it doesn't actually play into it, the ventriloquist people like, yeah. there's no reason for them to be ventriloquists <laughs> it? and it's just like the, the whole, the, just the way he's just found jokes in it's just amazing it's
2: like, a, a random talent, like I mean, there's bits of this film that, trust me, it just like I don't laugh at all, it's just like a god mm. but like the underlying joke of the dubbing being that bad including <laughs> himself it just worked
0: yeah and it's just like it would, it would annoy it, you in a different film but the way the oh yeah is... the bit about my favorite bit is still the uh, uh, when our chosen one first appears and the guy walks up and goes who's he and the guy just goes <laughs> <laughs> for 80s, moving his lips not in and goes I don't know. <laughs> <At the laughs> end, it's just, again, it's perfectly timed. It's exactly the right moment for us. You him. can you see why I, I love, love this.
1: Wimplow like, and Ling yeah. do that. Like Wimplow goes, have you seen him before? And she's like, once, twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: My favourite ongoing dubbing gag is the dog. Who? <laughs> the dog. The dog barks. And it gets longer and longer and longer before it makes the sound every time.
2: The uh, sound asleep it's, at one stage, and you can hear the dog bark.
0: Uh, yeah. He's like, you see him barking and he just lies down. And then, but, whoosh, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm sure our listeners and viewers know that I just do not like subtitles or dubbed films. And this is the perfect reason why I don't like it because it doesn't sync up. But this yeah. works for this reason.
0: It's the actual fact that you can tell that. Uh, Steve Odykirk Ode uh, He yeah. said a different line in person and then dubbed over a different line over the top of yep. himself. It's going that extra length to make it uh, funny as well it, it's amazing. Because he could just have badly dubbed the same words but he's actually saying different words. Uh,
2: uh, I've got a fun fact if you just give me two seconds. Um, one of the lines that he actually did um, so you're right what he did So basically, when they were on set filming the extra bits um, they were saying different, completely different lines deliberately so that it would make mm. it easier for him to go back and um, dub over um, and yeah. one of them let's try and get it word for word so you can see how like smart he actually is uh, where <laughs> is it so uh, the chosen one says but isn't Betty a woman's name that's what he dubbed it over however when they were doing it it was but isn't trouble a family game <laughs> that was the line he made them say on set. Right, so the lips okay. would be almost there, but not quite. Right.
0: So it wasn't even that he was saying words that made sense in the context no. of the film. He was actually saying so the sounds looked right, but yeah. wrong. Right, okay. ah.
2: So that that's yeah. the kind of level he went to on that. So he basically wrote two films, really, if you give him credit on that.
0: Yeah, yeah when you look at <laughs> it like that. Yeah. Very good. Uh, my, my next high point I've got is... Uh, Master Pain, before he became Betty, Master Pain's display of his special skill involves <laughs> uh, him just getting the shit beaten out of him mainly in the groin for a long period of time, but then d- coupled with the Chosen One's replication of it, I just get uh, absolutely beaten and lying in a pile while well, they continue to beat him longer and longer and longer. Uh, I don't that. know
1: what he did to the guy in the blue, but the, the guy in the blue hated him he absolutely <laughs> whammed him with the stick
0: <laughs> yeah, well, oh, it, it's it, another one of those things. It's just, it appeals to my sense of humor that they just keep on going, and every time it went back to the balls, yeah. it made me laugh again.
2: I want to see that uh, original uh, film. Uh, I, th- I do feel like I need to see it and just see, like, why were they like, why is he not flinching? Yeah, because at least that's when he's I think got his I special with the of diamond things. No, I think he's added I that. Like that in. Do with I don't know. Well, for the actual movie. Yeah, I think he like the new one is like I don't think he gives him super strength. I don't know. I need to go back and watch this original movie. Yeah, it'll be some like he'll have some Eye of the Tiger sort of thing. Yeah, he doesn't feel pain, doesn't
0: and feel the triangle pain. might be part of his uh, power. I don't know. Right, go on, Chris, uh, other one?
1: My next bit is, is got to be Master Tang. Like the way he like he's just like speaking so much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <When> he introduces <laughs> Ling um, as well, she was like she'll go over a shyness, and she flip, opens her top, and this guy goes. There you go. <laughs> I do love that bit. That is brilliant. I right.
0: <laughs> the, yeah. the the fact they've used the same scene. Yeah. comes
1: back to him, and it just it's, it just starts walking further and
0: further away, and ends, and then it, it come back to him. And, oh no, it's the same bit again as he keeps doing it, and then the CGI him swallowing flies for no reason <laughs> as well.
2: Because he was uh, choking, you can't just have him randomly walking and choking. Got to cover but
0: off. You could tell, like, that's one you could tell in the actual <laughs> film, he was just an old and dying man, he, yeah. he was really good at kung fu or whatever. <laughs> for some reason, they should try and edit it out in this, like he's not, he just keeps having just misfortune.
1: <laughs> and then there's one
0: bit, and it's cuts, and he's sitting in bed.
1: Yes, yeah. like, yes, why yes. is take take in my bad? Like, a drum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, god, this is silly. You can tell loads of it's out of order as well. Like when he cuts to him and Master tank sitting in the bed, old uh, Went Blow has got his face all beaten up. Yeah. But he's not been in a fight yet. And then the next scene, he's then in the fight. It's, oh, tremendous.
1: Uh, Sphere of Blow, I've got to say the best quote of the film My finger points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just say as it is, as well, My finger points. I to look for a background of that. I think it's literally what. I'm doing... Oh, my! I, I got Betty? I can't remember now. No, nah, you've got Betty. <sighs> 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 should have kept it.
2: But... You should have a hairstyle like Betty, though, Chris. I reckon you can pull that off.
1: It's anti ronaldo
2: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's sort of trimmed it back so
0: that it starts halfway back his head, up his head. He's got, like, a, not a five head. He's got a six head, is what he's got. <laughs>
1: it's intentional. <laughs>
0: um, my next high point. I can't believe I've gone this long without mentioning it. Uh, in this film, a cow a man a pile driver.
2: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> it's probably the hardest, hardest the loudest. I got excited uh, during the entire film because the fight was going a bit. It was a lot of other based uh, fighting and all that sort of. But then once the cow pulled out a pile driver, okay, I've turned around on this fight now. Okay, this is this is no high point.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I need to mention this as well.
1: You're gonna tell the story, Andrew, or will I tell it?
2: Well, oh, you can. You could tell. I know you. I know you like a story.
1: One of the best scenes is like the swing of the chain scene of him just standing there swinging the chain.
2: That's my next high point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: At school, I'm pretty sure Andy, we'd watched this film and Andy had this, this wee seat and he had a wee gold fist or something, like a wee gold hand or something, like a chain.
2: Yeah, I don't know what it was, but yeah, I remember having a wee chain.
1: He was just sitting there going, swing of the chain, swing of the chain. Oh, <laughs> I was like, What the fuck happened to you? Oh, I just wrapped myself on the bars with the chain. <laughs> Was I, so see without, I think of Andy hitting himself in the balls chain
2: <laughs> uh, I almost Don't choked on it. I <laughs>
1: almost saw the testicle. <laughs>
2: oh, that was <is> so funny. <laughs> it's just the subtleness all the way through. Even like after swinging the chain, like the whale going down the waterfall, the Titanic in there, just any random bit of CGI he could have put in, he just put in.
0: I, I must have been writing notes because... Somewhere on internet, one of the references this film makes was Titanic, and I was like, I cannot find the connection. Yeah, sunken in the so bottom of the think. thing. Right. I'm, I totally oh, didn't see
1: that. Oh, i I'll a, add it for the question's fucked down. <laughs> <laughs> <Classic. laughs> it was already short as it was. <laughs> uh, I've got one last high point. I've got to see uh, Master Tang has a very early draft of What Does the Fox Say? <laughs> oh yeah. Just oh, what? Oh, she goes, oof. <laughs> I might have it.
2: I have it. Where is it, where is it, where is it? Eh, uh, this one. Uh chicken go cluck, cluck, cow go moo. Piggy go <laughs> whop, whop. how about you? Gotta be an animal, just like you. Every- Uh lemurs go pff, pff, pff. ostrich go <laughs> bheh! There we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, if Chris is running at high points, I'll hit my uh, my last one. Uh, just the, the boombox guy. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up to all of Betty's fights and doesn't want a banger from the Two. <laughs> uh, I just I love that. And also, it, it brings some extra music into the film, which I always like a, a song here. And there were perfect choices for, for songs as well.
2: Well, that, that version of Black Betty is my ultimate version of Black Betty now.
0: Yeah, in the credits, it just says Black Betty by, is it Ram Jam? Is it Ram Jam? Yeah, um, that's not the normal one. I think this a one's of
2: uh, spy- Spider Bite, I think it's called. Right, okay. Yeah, that's what I know. Yeah, uh, it's
0: good for a fight.
2: Especially when he's fighting Betty.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I was wearing black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy, have you got any other high points?
2: Uh, yeah, my favourite quote of everything, I've actually got a sign by for this, but is uh, the guy going, that's a lot of nuts! <laughs> <'Cause>...
0: <laughs> really loudly, just shouting the entire time. Like, just little... Little character bits they have, where he just shouts yeah. the entire time. For
2: but yeah, for reason. the oh, there the, is one, of uh, Shagrapper. trapper oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, the, just the guy with the nuts. It's like, why is he buying nuts? And then for the stupidest payoff <laughs> <Yeah>. ever, <laughs> because I forgot he bought the nuts, and I didn't know why he bought the nuts. And then suddenly, it all comes to fruition. On that's what it was for.
0: It's very similar to uh, Logan Lucky, with Daniel Craig bought the the jelly beans. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then they played it later on <laughs> part of the plan. <laughs> uh, on onto low points then uh, what we thought were the worst or worst things in around about the movie uh, why don't we go back to Andy again why don't you give us a low point or two right my major
2: low point I'm going to do a Chris here is go right to the end and it is the payoff f- for the end like the the French aliens spoiler alert mm-hmm. I feel like it was a bit of a cop out because let's face it everybody does hate the French and uh, they're, they're easy villains <laughs>
0: <laughs> especially around that time like the French were the I don't know the the the, the, um, the Americans hated them for opposing yeah. the, the war and all that sort of stuff around the, the turn of the century there. So uh, yeah, e- easy targets. It it obviously reminiscent of the Dead Don't Die, except in the Dead Don't Die it was a kind of side character, yeah, been Alien got on the ship and left off. But this was the actual main people of the film. But also it didn't really tie into anything, and also didn't really matter. Like they just were there, hovered in the sky for a bit, and then didn't really do yeah. anything which it also ties in with my other low point because i had aliens was tonguey uh the tongue yes. was also a mouth and eyes totally not needed it's no. a bit silly it's not funny mm-hmm. Uh and it only seems to be into it to be the mark of the chosen one which could have been something else and then so he can go super duper for long tongue and grab an alien spaceship at the end which looks bad as well it's not great cgi obviously um but also, yeah, it's not especially funny. And it, but the whole open-your-mouth thing, is it still <laughs> quite funny. But it's all kind of had a funny mark in his mouth. Yeah, you had something in his mouth that was, I don't know, a funny-looking fist or something like that. <laughs> actually, I don't know. But uh, yeah, tonguey and aliens. Generally, the very, very, very end of the film is, is just about the worst bit of the film. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's when they, they definitely run out of footage in that original film. But then that's what I suppose that's all they could do. So they had to try and do something. Yeah. Also, fun fact... The uh, Evil Council symbol is the UK's M.O.T. symbol. Oh, for fuck's sake, Andy! Right. That's where, Right, okay,
0: because I was like, I've seen that before. Well, there's I two think, questions I'm, down, so i I'm, sure, I'm sure it's something
2: to do with, like, tyres
0: I'm sure I've seen uh, it before. Yes, it's is the UK
2: symbol cool? for M.O.T.s. <laughs> Who
0: had it first? Like, when, when did that become the M.O.T. symbol? Was that before 1966? I think
2: it's, I think, 1960s, 1960s. I think it's oh, been oh, there forever, yeah. so... Because like, he's so destroyed, he's like,
1: ah, oh, fucked it. I, I thought none, like, none of these would have actually picked up in that.
0: <laughs> Straight away, like, I know that symbol. It looks kind of like a wrestler's mask. I thought oh, maybe it's the logo of someone's
1: mask. But yeah. At first, I thought it was the Mitsubishi symbol. Uh, yeah. Because I'm sure that's like two triangles. Um, but, um, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've, I've mentioned this little point in a previous uh, episode, I think with Santa Slay. Um, keeping gags going longer than they should. Do you know, like, um, like the chosen one finds everybody lying, like dead, and they keep
2: uh, that one back yeah. and all that? Yeah, that did and go. On. Another was, one with um, it was funny, but when Bey. you rewatch it, you can't do that.
1: No, yeah. or oh, like Betty and Ling just keep going wheel, wheel, and nah, <laughs> wheel, right. wheel for ages.
0: That is my number one low point of the whole thing. Is the the, the <laughs> voices are too silly. Like immediately, the first line of the whole film is in English that like you see is young Betty going
2: open your mouth
0: or something like that, like that. and it's immediately <laughs> I'm like okay that's stupid that sounds uh, and then you kind of get used to the way they talk but it, it all hits an absolute apex in the middle of a scene where the two of them are talking to each other and it's that that's a scene from the film that it's like it's
2: But it's It's funny to talk about afterwards.
0: It's not. It's it's, (laughs) Chris is crying. Make those noises, but you can't like when you get the eighty-minute mark and every scene she's in, she's (laughs) making that noise. It becomes really annoying. And one or two of the other ones are slightly more annoying than others. Of course, it's it's our main man does all the voices. Every voice is dubbed over, except from from one woman. One woman. Yeah, Uh, it's him. So he has to make them all. As different as possible, so making really weird random
1: noises must be the way to do it. My last one is the the creepy uh, CGI baby. All right, uh, it looked like, like one of the zombie babies from *I Am
2: Legend*. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't a zombie baby. Just one of the zombies from *I Am Legend*. It, it reminded me of like like the old internet dancing baby, like the CGI yeah. baby. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Back when, well. <laughs> back when back when you dialogue computer, copied it. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, I think, yeah, you pretty much hit every low point without me really coming with any there. Uh, any others? Dang, that's it. That's it. Very good. A lot of high, not much low there. I feel like we flew through the low points, but the uh, we better go onwards. On to point four. Point four is the stat. statistics. I, I thought skip. I heard a shit. Uh, you were incorrect, Chris. Uh, surprisingly, for a film Andy selected, there was not one <laughs> one shit uttered the entire time. Not one person and not another swear either. There was, I think, two bitches were about as harsh as it got. There was not a lot it's of a swearing. Yes, exactly. Uh, however, Andy usually keep track of shits as well. Anything on your end, as it were.
2: Right. If I got punched in the stomach and my stomach fell out... <laughs> I would definitely have pooped myself at that stage. <laughs> yep, correct. Because that guy, and how is he still alive? <laughs> and plugged himself as, back up, <laughs> as they pointed
0: out in the film. Where, where is his, his vital <laughs> organs? Yeah. Like, it was just a pink bit that came out. And then later on, then the like the fake advert for the sequel. He swings the guy. Yeah. Wait, was it the same guy?
2: It's the same guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, so he yeah. used it as a weapon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought somehow he had managed to punch out the middle of a person who had a chain attached to the middle bit. Uh, but, but yeah, it's the same guy. Even his, uh, he's, I don't know, all his bits must be just around about it.
2: But yeah, that, that's my main takeaway from that. If somebody punched me that hard, I'm definitely pooping myself. And also, like, where's his intestines? doesn't make any sense.
0: Uh, there was reference to a shit, though, uh, where. Uh, <gasps> Did I miss a shit? Betty was like, um, the last time we had a fight, you had like filled your nappy or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that. there so, was. Yeah, the baby oh, yeah, trapped himself. The baby yeah. yeah. had a full nappy when caught him at the beginning. Yes, he did. I think it adds even more skill to the baby's fighting. <clears throat> they had it do does. A full nappy. Um, but I don't, I'm not sure of any others. I'm sure there were. There's probably a cow pat somewhere. But, uh, very good uh, zero explosions there was kind of one at the beginning where they animated the, the Kung Pao logo it was kind of an explosion behind it but it didn't really count so no swears no explosions there were nine deaths it hit 12 at one point because we had three other characters all died <laughs> including the dog but then they all came undied <laughs> um, as we found out uh, so nine in total the first death was two minutes in which was uh, the chosen one's parents which I think is quite an early death not often get them that early uh, did we have a dead animal in the film? Of course we did, uh, because <laughs> Wheel Wheel Woman's father, as we find out, is her father in the flashback yeah. where he told her, "Like, farted, kill the, the dog." a bit, where it's like one line: he farted <laughs> and killed the dog. <laughs> yes, is you know, what happened. Uh, so that dog died, yeah. and then dog seems to be the name of the dog in the film. He died briefly, but then turned out not to be dead. I thought, because I didn't know what going into the film, I used to try and pick something to count. I counted punches. So I counted landed punches, because there's quite a lot of blocked, blocking and fighting that. Huh? But there were 37 landed punches in the film. It's a bit of a rough estimate, because there were a minimum of 16 to a cow's udders. Uh, <laughs> in, in... <laughs> it, so fast, it was hard to count them. It was like the gif of Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Uh... Oh, yeah like that so it was very quick the punching so I think roughly 37 to 40 uh, how many punches there were and did they say the thing did they say Kung Pao enter the fist no
1: mm. no they didn't, they didn't know.
0: I, I don't even think they said enter the fist at any point the whole no I was just
1: trying to think about the like, Master Tang said but he says where well, my fist will go so yeah, that was there was a bit about someone having the power of the fist or something like that, as well,
0: something like that. But yeah, the whole thing is a, a title rather than said in the film. Uh, any other stats, Chris, often you pick up on am
1: um, I might have lost count, but I counted 38 ish wheels. <laughs> 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 I got like where just, yeah. And when Chosen One gets, tests out uh, Betty's powers, I think he got rattled 90 times
0: by
1: the sticks 90 ish i'll ask because uh, at one point i've just rattled them all so many times i lost count there so i'm saying 90 ish
0: I wonder he was in a heap at the end. <laughs> so is that a scene to, like, I, 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 there's so many questions about individual was that in it was that an original no player? right okay because i wanted to know why they all piled on top of him because like <laughs> in the context of this it makes sense but then it's like did they find that it's like that's funny let's put that in <laughs> Or did they film a new one? Right, they filmed a new one. Okay. so, oh, it's just, there's so
2: many See, bits like that's that. A, like, that's, that's how well he did it. You, didn't, you couldn't tell between like the yeah. old one and the new one.
0: Exactly. Uh, on to point five on the podcast then, the 10-point
1: podcast quiz. Do you want to skip it, Chris? <laughs> the hastily re-edited quiz. Uh, uh, oh, no, it's just, I'm sticking with it. I can't oh, be okay. changing it now. Uh, <laughs> it was a short one, but it's even shorter now. <laughs> uh, so we so start disgusting. Andy. There's not a lot of stuff I could pick out of the film. <laughs> Uh, so, what is the name of the original 1976 film that the footage is taken from?
2: Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Do you want Picked it in Chinese well. or English? <laughs> I don't know, I can't remember. Uh, something killer, but then it changed its name as well. There's actually three names for them. I know that much. Oh, I've got one. No, no, don't give me that since I've only got one.
1: <laughs> I've gone for Tiger and Crane Fists. That's,
2: that's what I've got as well. That's, that's the, the original, thing. but there is, there's two films that took off of when it, it got renamed. Without cheating here, I'll now look since I got that wrong. So I can look.
1: Well, I'll do Bruce's one. Uh, how many moths fly into Master Tang's mouth?
2: Uh, I think two, but I could be wrong. I've got two. Yeah, is two. Okay.
1: What's at the bottom of the waterfall? Uh, the Titanic. <laughs> yep. Uh, what is Master Tang's favourite band, Bruce? Oh, what is his favourite band? Ah, there you go. It's called Savage
2: Killers. That's what it was called. Ah, uh, Okay. Yeah, I, uh, right.
0: I cannot remember his favorite band. I have to pass.
2: In Sync. Oh, I've passed over, but You remember?
1: Yeah. Ah, what's his favorite yeah. member? This is not a question, but what's his favorite member?
2: Oh, Pogo. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait there. I really like the band In Sync. My favorite member is Harpo. Harpo. <laughs> <laughs> Harpo is my answer. <laughs> A
1: person called Harpo anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, officially for you, Andy. Uh, tell me two of the things that Ling puts in Chosen One's hands.
2: Did he put her... What? Her titties? When he's been trying to get the thing about is it, is <laughs> no? his uh, oh, hands hands uh, all bloody. Oh, right, uh, that. Salt and lemon.
1: Yeah, and He fire. could have had mercury and uh, yeah, gasoline, which she sets on fire. On titties. And... Final question, Bruce. Uh, MOT, what is... the UK yeah.
2: MOT is <laughs> <laughs> What a quiz! Uh, yeah.
0: I think that was a draw. Did I lose? I think I might. I don't know. I think you might have lost for once. I think
2: I might have lost. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's going to be keeping track. One of our fans. <clears throat> Somebody.
1: I, I was, but I, I lost track now because I Bruce won like seven in a row. Yeah. No, he did I think, not. Yeah, I, th-
2: I think
0: I. And you, you, three, you
1: won yeah. seven. You like drew quite a lot, so. <laughs>
0: i've handicapped myself to the point where andy might actually be catching up in the quizzes here but uh, uh yes i will once i do my review for the uh the, the pointy awards at the end of the season i will uh probably try and keep track of the quizzes as we go uh on a point six on this week's podcast movies within movies um <clears throat> quite a tough one for me because it's one of them films where like everything is a joke referring to something else or as a parody or an homage what I picked up on slash cheated and looked up on the internet, despite <laughs> leaving out about 10 to 20 of them as well that I didn't quite get, Tiger and Crane Fists, obviously, because that is the film. Enter the Dragon, Austin Powers 2. For me, that was him fighting the baby, is when ah, many yeah. of the, the fights in Austin Powers. I suppose it's Gold Member as well, isn't it? Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, uh, Spartacus. George of the Jungle is one that I found on the internet. Apparently, the Gopher Nunchucks is a reference one way or another to the George of the Jungle film. Uh but that is not coming out of my knowledge. That was a different person. I can't remember. Knowledge. Uh Return of the Jedi. Uh, a couple of references, but for me mainly the CGIing in of little bits. Like it was like the aliens getting CGI'd into Return of the <laughs> Jedi by George Lucas. and Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Matrix, The Lion King is quite obvious. Mulan's quite obvious. Titanic, I've slipped in there as we've been doing it. Dead Don't Die. War of the Worlds is also aliens. 28 weeks later, I can't remember why I put that in there, but it's uh, in my mind. On that, Terminator 2 was the final battle at the end. Jurassic Park and Godzilla is the gigantic, ginormous uh, lizard <laughs> foot appearing at the end. They had all the movies, parodies, references, etc. that I bothered with. Chris, movies within movies.
1: Um, I wasn't expecting everyone to be in previous films, but surprisingly, um, Leo Lee plays, whose uh, young Master Payne was one of Kano's henchmen from Mortal Kombat. The 1995
0: film. Another water
2: combat (laughs) (laughs) tiger. Nailed it. Uh,
0: One other continuing trend that I've done this season earlier that I have to mention here is there was a goat in this film as well. uh, When he was replicating the skill, getting battered, there was a goat in the background. (laughs) You see goats everywhere. I've already mentioned the cow, so I thought I might mention the goat.
1: Uh, As for us, Andy's definitely Bay. Yep. A down. I've got my um, I've
0: got Betty as Betty, is what I've got written
1: down. <laughs> um, i put you as Master Tank, <coughs> Bruce. I've got that as well. i am going for a wind because my oh.
0: finger points. Uh, I'll give you the chosen one. Uh, I oh, thought you had thanks. the chosen one. I thought
1: I'd go as the main one, but I yeah. went as wind blow, yeah, <laughs> just because yeah. i like gone my finger points.
0: <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> I've got that. i, go that, I go you liked your finger pointing. Uh, then that. Yeah, very similar, very similar idea as me as well.
2: Uh, Andy. Movies then movies. I don't know if this is an easy one or a hard one for you. <laughs> it was impossible, so I, I, had, I had to bend my rules here. Anyway, it's pretty simple. So, you've just been defeated by the Chosen One. What do you do? You decide to move to America, where you're just minding your own business, and then suddenly, boom, you get hit by Jim Carrey. And then you get shot multiple times again, but you keep surviving. It's the cow. He transfers over <laughs> I
1: That's one way you're going with that.
0: I need to ask about the science behind the cow. He milks it so much that it <laughs> goes down to like a skeleton.
2: Uh,
0: is it dead? Like I feel like it wasn't dying. No, it's back alive.
2: Do. A cow is it's definitely alive. Was,
0: it wasn't a mortal cow. In uh, I me, mean, myself, and Irene, as well.
2: Exactly. So, <laughs> so this this was the same cow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Point seven. Andy's hypotheticals. Right. Let's go with Chris here, because his mind works in mysterious ways. Right. So, Chris, imagine you were directing this film. Okay? So you have came up with this this original idea. What film would you want to put yourself and us in, if you could choose anything, and then resub it?
1: What the hell? (laughs) Oh, fuck, I don't know. Lord of the Rings, maybe? I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, that is a, good one. A, that's a long slog uh, for that. Oh, a Terminator. Here's on the Terminator. And a V-dub over it. I don't know.
0: Whose faces are going on whose,
1: though? Uh, fu- Fucking hell, Andy. This is impossible. <laughs> it's a hypothetical. I mean, Hello. I, would
0: like to see, I would like to see Terminator Two with uh, like Andy's head on Schwarzenegger, <laughs> uh, and then you could be John Connor, and then I'll be the T One Thousand. That would be pretty good. I don't know what we would change
1: the story into being, but I, I, I'd like to see that film. I've had more time I think of thinking about something different. I don't know because I want to, like something funny versus like dubbing it over. Like, we could just this. cop copy this idea and just do Battle Royale with us uh, <laughs> over the, right.
0: the, the main people in that. That would do.
1: Fuck, that's a tough one, I don't know. It's difficult.
0: Come on. It's tough because you kind of have to find that foreign language. Oh, you still have fuck it. He, he um, don't know what I, it
2: I'll
1: stick with Lord of the Rings. That Let's right, going for Lord of the Rings. That, make it a comedy with us. <laughs> comedy Lord of the Rings. <laughs> About us going on a journey together. And I think yeah. Bruce already
2: sold us on Terminator 2, so I think he's going for the Terminator 2 route. I think like Terminator 2, I think that's, yeah, I like that idea.
0: Okay, I don't know what I would change it into Jaws, being,
1: or... change it, Jaws. One of us <laughs> is a shark.
0: <laughs> there you go
1: I just looked up and saw Jaws there so yeah, i do it as Jaws there you go, conclusive answer
0: uh, on to point eight nominations oh, for the pointy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pointy Awards the pressure's got Pointy Awards are not long away, we're not actually discussing holding them yet but at some point in the next month or two we'll have the Pointy Awards celebrating season three of the podcast what season
2: uh,
0: nominations, uh, I'll go first I'm not going
2: first in any points yet
0: Best song. You could convince me with Black Betty, but I've got Baby Got Back.
2: I yeah, I Baby Got Back. Back. It just uh, works so. better.
0: Yep, it does work better. Uh, the worst special effects is the, the, the baby doll. is uh, <laughs> quite clearly just a doll bouncing down the hill. Uh, it's hard to get away from that. Not much in the way of high quality special effects in this film uh, as a brief discussion topic. Did you find they were bad to a point that it spoiled it for you? Or did you think they were bad enough that it tied in with how bad bad the movie meant to be? Joking? No, I think it
2: worked. Because when you think about it, the special effects, like the bullet time with the cow. mind this only came three years after, well, two years after The Matrix, technically. Which was, the, that bullet time shot was one of the most expensive shots in Hollywood. He did it on a super low budget afterwards. Yeah. So when he wants to do it, and obviously the whole green screen thing and putting somebody into a movie looked good. So when they added yeah. special effects and over the top, I think they were the right amount of shit. It was like Blade Blood. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. needed to be there to be a little bit obvious that it wasn't yeah. from 1979 or whatever it was. He did put a
1: lot of attention to detail though because when the guy punches the plug out and it lands on the floor, one of the guys kicks it and it jiggles. Yeah. <laughs> So you didn't pay attention to detail.
0: I genuinely thought you meant like a plug, like a wall socket plug. Like, oh, <laughs> no. Then you said the jiggles. Oh, yeah. That makes
1: sense.
0: Uh, something we didn't mention, always gets a mention in the high points whenever it happens. So I don't know if we've all forgotten about it, is the end credits having the kind of outtakes slash production yeah. bits in it. I quite enjoyed them. Uh, it was quite endearing to the, the whole process when you see them doing it like that. I quite, I quite liked it. I'll nominate that as a high point a bit after the fact. <laughs> uh, more nominations for the pointies. <clears throat> best line. <laughs>
2: oh God, what's he going for?
0: <laughs> best line. <laughs> what do you get when you cross an owl with a bungee cord?
1: <laughs> My ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then the old and he goes enough. <laughs> at the end. Uh, I thought because I was sitting thinking, thinking ass owl. Ass, <laughs> ass bungee cord. But oh, I couldn't come up with the punchline, but yeah, that made me laugh. Uh, worst plan I guess the kind of alien people's I'm not sure what their plan actually was I know there's this big evil thing, that MOT people with aliens behind it, I'm not really sure what their whole plan for world domination actually was Um so they didn't really have one best fight was the baby fight, undoubtedly the worst scene I've put as the final fight was the aliens and the tongue and that controversial, I don't know I'm nominating for best actor and for worst actor, Steve Odekirk, because he's pretty bad, but he does voice everybody in the film and everybody in the film does feel different. Like he does give them all a separate sort of feeling about it, but some of them are awful uh, and he's actually he's actually quite good at what he does in terms of being an actor on screen himself. So just for shits and gigs, I'm going to nominate him. Uh, best inanimate object. <laughs> if your enemy has... Black hair and a moustache, then you must definitely decorate your mannequins with black hair and a moustache. Mission is the lion. one yes. uh, uh, a thought a nice touch. Again, I don't know if that's an original film or not. I'm assuming they head it off for the remake, but it was in the original film. It's brilliant. Uh, best scene in the baby fight again. Worst supporting character, Wee 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 Wee, just did my head in. Worst father figure. Anyone who is a father figure is the worst father figure in this film. They're all terrible. And the most obvious name. Uh, I went chosen one for most of it, but Tonguey I think, has to be the most obvious name. Oh, and then best villain, Betty. He is quite a good villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, any
2: nominations? I've definitely given you the, the best villain, Betty, because what a badass he was. just cuts he off goes, his henchmen's toes bad? for no Get reason and stuff. You know, call themselves Betty. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Betty's definitely getting a thingy. Uh, best random payoff. I'm going to make an award up for this. So we'll put its best plan. Buying really? some nuts to get a squirrel to block a punch. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, that was genius. He knew he was getting punched. So he had to encourage a squirrel, which the squirrel seemed happy with the deal. So, yeah. Winner. Uh, worst villains, the French. Just because I want to nominate French for being shit at something. French <laughs> aliens. <yeah. laughs> so yeah, the French were shit. Uh, I don't know what else can I nominate. You've nominated everything else. Yeah, best song, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, Baby got back. I think you've covered everything else. Let's see what Chris adds. I'll think. I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've gone for the same as you. Best bad guy, Betty. My worst twist is the council being aliens and French. Uh, like I said, like you said, it was unnecessary. They could have just kept the aliens out for the fake sequel. But uh, best twist is the lady chucking the baby down the hill because she thinks she's going to, <laughs> to nurture it and look after it. It's just oh goodbye and down the hill. <laughs> uh, my best death is Wimplows It's just for the long squeak of the thing on his back <laughs> and hanging went... fucking funny. Um, and my best line is a tie between um, ripper and my finger points.
0: My <laughs> finger points. Yeah. I loves
2: finger so, points. Uh, yeah. Has that jogged your memory at all, Andy? Or you no, I think we've your... definitely covered everything I've got.
1: Oh, um, the, what's it called? The thing about Michael Pena Award for oh, Master yes. Tang. Right.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well remembered. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Best storytelling for Michael Pena. Okay, point nine. The moral of the story. Andy, what is your moral of Kung Pao, Enter
2: the Fist? Killing as Bedong. Yeah,
0: i <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is that yours, word that... for word, Chris?
1: Killing yeah, well, his
0: badong, yeah. His badong, very <laughs> good. Uh, 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 bearing in mind, I just watched Mortal Kombat in the <laughs> days leading up to this. Moral of the story, uh, Haikus are a Japanese, but I did it for this anyway. Haiku, killing enemy, take the time and manpower to kill the baby. That was definitely the moral So the Tying in with Mortal Kombat, where they let the baby live in that as well. Uh, 10, 10th point on the 10th Point podcast is the 10-point rating. Andy, you picked it. Why don't you give us your 10-point rating first?
2: Right. This is a film that does still age. Normally, I moan about when I watch a film where it gets old. There's only a couple of scenes in this It does annoy me, which is like all the deaths and shit like that. It just is too long. But other than that, I can just put this on the background not actually watch it but just listen to it and it's still funny because it's basically just like listening to the 10 point podcast just <laughs> us talking in your ear uh okay. but like i said for from memories and stuff like that like the good times it gave me like i said this was like porn at the school and stuff like that uh it's it's flawed it's stupid it's kind of my kind of film uh but i want it to be better so it still only just gets a seven
0: Oh, Sneak's a seven, by the sounds of it. Uh, Chris, you'd seen it before, uh, with the same sort of memories, for the sounds of it. So why don't you give it yeah, a Yeah,
1: pretty rate? much. Um, I'm going completely different. It's uh, gets a four for me. Oh. Uh, it's a lot funnier on earlier viewings. I think as the older you get and the more mature you get, it's nah, like i said, you can me. sit within the background and just listen to the quotes and they're funny, but everything else is just stupid or it doesn't make you laugh. And yeah, so I give it a four. It's memories that we bring up higher. Let's see, uh,
0: my first mm. time writing it, writing it, first time watching it. <laughs> um, I, you've kind of stolen what my review of it was because you both mentioned badong, which I thought I got the entire episode. It was like, <laughs> anyone mentioning badong yet? My entire review was: it's not bad wrong or badong; it's badite. Uh, as in, it's bad, but it's fun to watch. Like it's quite clearly awful, but. I had a real good time, a good laugh. I was laughing out loud a lot. Uh, It could be better than it is. I still think the silly voice, if he had employed more actors to play the other parts, they could have brought something to each of the characters. He only had a 10 million budget. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could have them all a bit straight, a tiny bit straighter and been funnier that way, I think. So I'm going with Chris and I'm giving it a four as well. But it's not to say I don't like it. It's one of these films mm. that I know is bad, but I actually quite enjoyed it. And I would definitely watch it again. And like Andy says, I, I could stick it on in the background. Overall, the ew wee and all that sort of, the funny bits would still uh, still jump out. Uh, that means the official rating is a five. So not too bad. What far a film. From uh, Far from the worst. Far from the worst and not quite the best either. Uh before we move on, Andy's picked one, two, three, four, five, six films now. He's only got one more this season. He's got a theme that connects these six films. Blade Trinity, Little Shop of Horrors, Waterworld, World, City Slickers, Look Who's Talking, and Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Uh, I've got three guesses. So Chris oh. looks like he's really contemplating life here. So three guesses. <laughs> I think Andy. I'm trying, I'm trying to get, to get Andy's inside mind. his head. Yeah, he gave a, a clue last week that he told Chantelle, and she was angry at his speech, <laughs> So to me, that says it doesn't actually work. But we'll so Are I'm you actually to Andy
1: purposely, say. accidentally picking films with pedos or something? No.
0: Was <laughs> <laughs> the one in this?
1: I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe well, Becky yeah, he was trying to attack a baby. I don't know. I
0: guess so. Right, my three guesses. Go like, on. One, did you watch them when you were younger?
2: <laughs> well, like, I did, the, but that is not the theme.
0: Right, okay, because at one point I'm worried, because you, you mentioned that you used to love Blade, and you watched Little Shop of Horrors, and Waterworlds and telly, and stuff, so I thought maybe these are all things that you watch when you're younger. Uh, is the theme that each one of them is a different genre of film? <laughs> no? Is that right, a thing? Yeah. So I've got inside your head again. His theme is going to be, there's not a theme, therefore that is the theme. As well. <laughs> and then we've got, we've got Kung Fu, we've got a comedy, we've got adventure. I thought you might have gone that way. My last one, is it children or babies? Oh, you're some. close,
2: but no. Right, because Ooh.
0: I'm looking, I don't know how Blade fits in, but the plant, he makes that role. Yeah, cool. There's yeah. a kid in Waterworld. Six Flickers yeah. is the baby cow. Yeah. Look who's talking, speaks for itself. And then there's a baby in this. So
2: Yeah. and There was technically like, a baby in Blade because there was a little girl who Chris actually said Dracula shouldn't look after a baby. Is what Chris's That's words right. were. Oh, ah, so
1: it is. Is a kid? Kids. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's close though. It's something. It's, it's, like, yeah, I wasn't well, it was I say it was close. It was
2: one of my original themes because I knew Chris was having his baby, so I was going to do all yeah. babies all the way throughout. But then I didn't.
0: Was Little Shop of Horrors an outlier? Unless you count. Why did that
1: make Chantel angry? What What have you done? Like
2: you've twisted it somehow. No. Nah. Like I said, Babies was my original theme, but I changed it fairly early on.
0: Right. Was it Because lot did... after not <laughs> uh,
2: It was after that, actually.
0: Right. Okay. So that does still count as... That's it was
2: Children it... and Babies. Water World, it changed. There's, there's your right. Okay. right. That was a good was time. Good show, Bruce.
0: Yeah. That's why I like to laugh. Any ideas, Chris, or are you... Is that...
1: No, I... Like, I still think that, I don't know. There's, there's
2: also there's a lot of semen in my films it. now, I remember as well, by the way. There's a lot of semen, but that's not that theme. <laughs> Waterworld's a lot
0: of semen, in it? Um, Andy yeah, nice. right, wanted well, <laughs> semen as well. <laughs> uh, we better crack on then uh, for the next episode. And it's my pick, which I remembered just before doing the podcast uh, when Chris was speaking to me. I just remembered. Please so be Because I was going to pick City Slickers uh, and Andy picked it. So I, I had a spare pick I have the last pick of the season. I think after doing this film, I might double down and we'll do what I was going to do as the last pick of the season. So I'm sticking with that. So I had a free go here. I looked at the years we've covered. Oh, by the way, we've all picked a film from that last year and it's all been this season. So whatever year it was, uh, we did this week, 2003. We all did that. Uh, uh, so the the one that's most recent that we've not done is 2013 we've never done that award season so I picked one to fill in that gap because it was annoying me on my spreadsheet <laughs> uh, and it's a big film that I enjoy I own on Blu-ray uh, it stars I think two people that we've not covered before, the two main stars one of them is one of the biggest movie stars in the world and sure. we've not done a film yet <clears throat> so 2012 starring Chi fox and Leonardo DiCaprio who we have never done somehow before I'm going for Django Unchained is my oh. select for next week uh, Quentin tino
1: film there yeah, could done. be a lot of mines next week <laughs> to dodge
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see it's, it could be current on topic with what's happening in the world. We don't know. But, uh, yes, yeah, so I thought I'd go with something a bit different. And there was another film I was lining up and was actually even longer than this. So I decided to go for the shorter version. Uh, shorter option, I should say. So Django Unchained next week. Uh, you'll have seven days to watch that, find that, and give that a look. And we'll catch you next week on the Ten Point Podcast.